What's up, guys? You're tuned in to The Scoreboard with your hosts, Michael Hill and Ryan Kay. Check them out every Tuesday night right here on Podomatic Radio, the best part of your day via podcast. What's up, everybody? It is December 3rd, 2019. You are listening to The Scoreboard, brought to you by Podomatic Radio, a place where two bros talk about sports, pop culture, and everything else in between. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with us, and for that, we appreciate you. We're your host, the Heartbreak Kid, Michael Hill in the arcade. Ryan K., how you doing? And happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Belated um, Thanksgiving. Yeah, hopefully every Thanksgiving, everybody's Thanksgivings were all really productive and yeah. fun, uh, or relaxing, whatever. Whatever you wanted out of your Thanksgiving, I hope you got it. You know what I mean? Uh, so we um, were thinking about uh, doing a Thanksgiving show. It just didn't happen. I had to, I had to leave early as hell. I like I had to actually I had a lot going on. I had to wash clothes and I had to I had to get up early to take my mom's uh, so we can go to my grandmother's house, which that was like a whole that that. But basically, your boy was up like all day. Yeah, like, it was just like. I had a lot going on, and I figured since since the, the arcade didn't really contact me, I just figured. You know, I, for, I, I forgot. I forgot really to gone. just because I had a lot of shit going on. Yeah. Um, so essentially, like I had to leave out early as hell on Wednesday morning. Yeah, uh, that was just what happened. Um, so that that was that was some shit. Uh, but we got to uh, we got to Raleigh. Uh, my uncle brought his kids. Uh, got to see my sister and my brother in law. That was awesome. Um. That's always that's always a pleasure to yeah, yeah I got to see a lot of my uncles I got to see some of my cousins like I got to see my cousin Chanel because she just recently had a baby which was funny just for the mere fact like I posted a picture of us like on Instagram and motherfuckers think that's my fucking kid that's how bad motherfuckers want me to have a kid that anytime yeah. I, I'll post a picture of like a kid or like a baby they think that it's mine 
And whenever I seen the picture, I like I look at it. Well, whenever we looked at it, I was like, it was a great picture, but it looked like we were a little bit too close. It kind of like we were a couple, so I could see why people thought, right? You know, that was like a thing. So I'm yeah, like, man. I like, but yeah, like my Thanksgiving was great. I like, I didn't do no Black Friday shopping. I, I did like, a little bit of Cyber Monday shopping yesterday. Wait a Not minute, much. I, I, I did Cyber Monday shopping or Cyber Sunday. Either way, Black Friday's. Well, I did go Black Friday shopping because I got NBA 2K20 and I got this new, I got the Spider-Man game from PlayStation. <laughs> oh, that's a great game, that Spider-Man yeah. game. That's fun. You know, um, I, I ended up buying like three Chris Jericho T-shirts. So nice. Little bit of bubbly. I got that shirt. I got the I've got a ticket T-shirt. I need to get a little the little bit of the bubbly shirt. And I got the new one that he got out, uh, the Le Champion T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I um. Yeah, man, I, I do. Oh, uh, oh, and shout out to my younger brother uh, Troy, who got me some Jordan Elevens over the weekend too. I need to go over to my. I need to go. Even granted that, like, they weren't the ones that I wanted. Well, they, they, no, they weren't the ones that I asked him to get for me, but they were the ones I always wanted. Nice, <laughs> which is crazy. The one time he didn't look, because I know, like, it's the one time he fucked up. He upgraded. Uh, yeah, he upgraded all that because I know he sent me like a picture. Cause I sent him a picture over the shoes that I wanted. And like he sent me like a picture of the um, the shoes, and I was like, those aren't what I wanted, but I always wanted them. Get those. <laughs> get yep. Those. Yep. Get those. So I like you no know, shout out to him for that. I need to go over there and get those shoes ASAP. So you know, but we have an awesome show for you guys today, man. We're gonna be talk. Uh, we're gonna be answering your listeners' questions. We're gonna be giving uh, some love to the Denver Nuggets who played tonight. Like you know, because they were playing earlier. Um, yep. And I forgot what else we were going to be talking about. But, because, you know, like I said, you got to give us some time. I like it's been two weeks and a lot of stuff is going on. But first, you know, these Thanksgiving games and, and, you, and these Thanksgiving primetime games and primetime games in general. There's a lot of them. Uh, but, a lot, but a lot of them didn't live up to the hype. Okay. Uh, let's start out with Lions and Bears. That uh, was actually okay. That was a – so both teams are comparably mediocre. <laughs> um, well, like, well, one because they're just mediocre. The other one because they have Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's uh, but man, the Bears came all the way back because uh, they the Lions had uh their third string quarterback Blau. He played pretty well. Um, yeah, Matt Stafford's hurt. Matt Stafford is, I think, there. Matt Stafford's trying like hell to come back. The Lions kind of don't want him to because they're like, nah, bro, just don't worry about it. Like, this season's already a crap show. We're this, the... this shit sucks. Yeah. Uh, that guy deserves so much better than what the fuck he gets. Yeah, I agree. The, 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 this is why the Lions organization sucks. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Matt Stafford's always been a solid quarterback. It's just, it's stupid. Fucking, uh. Yeah, like, his organization failed him just like they failed Calvin Johnson. And Bears. You yep. guys are trash. Uh, so. You know the lions are the lions. That's just kind of what happens. Uh, they choked. They choked away that. They choked away that lead. Um, the Bears were able to come back. Um, it was a pretty entertaining game, all things all things considered. Um, then you had the uh, you had the Bills Cowboys game. Um, that was really man. Josh Allen had a pretty good game in that game, but Josh Allen is. Josh Allen's better than I thought he would be. Yeah. But at the same time, he's still not great. Yeah. Like, the thing is, like, like the Bills' he, defense is really good. Yeah. They're very quietly, like... They're, like, 9-3, and three, I believe. They're a very quiet, like, 
eight and four or eight and three or nine and three. Yeah, I think they're nine and three. So they're very quietly like having a fantastic season. Um, oh, that nobody talks about. Yeah, because they, they got beat by the Patriots. Well, and the thing is, like I said, yeah, uh, they're, yeah, they're nine and three. They're nine and three. That's great. Um, so about all they have to do is win another game or two, and they'll probably make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, you know they're in they're in uh, contention for their division right now. I know. I like, and I was sitting there because I was talking the thing about this, like you know people. I like with the Dak hating and all that stuff. I like, I like. Granny, he didn't play well, but like the RK said, like Buffalo has like a top ten, top five defense. Yeah, they're one of the best defenses in the league. They're a fucking terror. Terror. I like. And the thing was, they were like, well, I, some of my stupid family members like they should have ran Zeke more. I like Zeke was going to be ineffective against that defensive front anyway. Yeah, exactly. They, they were, and like, and Zeke can't catch the ball out the at the backfield, so he was going to be a non-factor. Yeah. I knew he was going to be a non-factor. So, and then all they did was they were like, yeah, Amari Cooper's not going to beat us either. Mm-hmm. So, which Amari Cooper had an okay game, but, you know, nothing special, yeah. really. I like, you, like uh, Dallas still needs a second and third receiver. I mean, Michael Gallup's a solid two or three, but they need they need another guy besides Michael Gallup, I agree. Mm-hmm. Like, Gallup's good. Or they need, a, they need another slot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, Michael Gallup's solid enough, but they need another guy. Um, ultimately, because I know, because I was sitting there, I was sitting there, I, I hear Cowboy fans talking shit about Dak Prescott, and I was sitting there, they're thinking to myself, oh, 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 my, OMG, like, this is the same shit you guys were saying about Tony Romo. Yeah, uh, Cowboy fans are not smart a lot of the time. It's, uh, you know, a I mean, a lot of them are very reasonable, knowledgeable sports fans, yeah. and you can talk to them, but a lot of them are ridiculous. A lot of them are ridiculous. Um, so they, they just want a reason, what reason to hate. Like I said, like I'm not a big Dak, a Dak Prescott apologist, uh, and there's a lot of quarterbacks I'd much rather have than Dak Prescott. But you can do worse than Dak Prescott. Oh, for sure. Because um, so, I, I, I know they were sitting there saying because I was watching uh, Get Up while I was at the gym, and Mike Tannenbaum who used to be a uh, used to be a general manager for the Jets, you know, somebody I got a lot of respect for. I like, just for the minute, because people are saying, why do I have respect for Mike Tannenbaum? Well, just for me to go off on a tangent, Mike Tannenbaum was the reason that after he left, John Nidzik and Mike McCadden didn't have to worry about a fucking offensive line yep. for a while. Yeah. Because Mike Tan- and we haven't had that since Mike Tannenbaum addressed that. So, shout out to him. But he was sitting there saying, because they were asking Dak about everything, and he was saying, like, you know, I forgot what he said, but it was very complimentary of what you want your starting quarterback to say. And he was sitting there saying, he said, this is why I give him that money. I like, he said, I'm tired of GMs and owners, you know, rewarding players that handle shit the wrong way. Like when, however, Zeke uh, was going to hold out of his contract with two years. You rewarded Zeke Elliott for handling it the wrong way, but you're not going to reward Dak Prescott for doing shit and handling shit the right way. He said, that's what I, that's what I, that's what I can't, that's what I can't get down with. Yeah, no, and to an extent i mean he's absolutely right about that um certain certain dudes are just gonna so certain dudes can get away with that shit just like antonio brown get uh, get away with calling the white man a cracker you know what I'm saying to still have a job to like a certain degree yeah well again like i said uh ultimately man uh i think the big thing with dallas is i mean as long as dallas has jason garrett as their coach which i think that this bills game 
really solidified. I think Jason Garrett gets fired this all season. Uh, but I was talking to somebody about that. You know, uh, really, uh, like them firing Jason Garrett isn't gonna fix anything because at the end of the day, Jerry Jones is your owner, and he's just gonna bring in another puppet. You know yep. what I'm saying? Like, you, That's well, true. Uh, like you know, what, he's just gonna bring in another puppet, and it's gonna be the exact same shit all over again. You yep. know what I'm saying? Like when he has like a quarter, I mean, he has a head coach that has some kind of credibility, a la Jimmy Johnson or Bill Parcells. He didn't like that shit. Yeah, I mean, because the thing is, you know, Bill Parcells was always of the mindset: if you're gonna let me, if you're gonna have me make the dinner, let Let me buy the groceries. That was always a thing Bill Parcells said. Yeah, with personnel decisions and stuff. Yeah. And that's Bill Parcells, somebody I trust. I like, you know, because I was telling somebody, I like, I trust Bill Parcells a lot. I like, Bill Parcells was the reason that, you know, they had Tony Romo. He saw that coming a mile away. He was just developing him along. Yeah. Because he didn't think he was ready. I like, he had DeMarcus Ware and all them boys. Yeah. So, the only only thing he probably had some pushback on was Terrell Owens. He didn't want Terrell Owens, but he dealt with Terrell Owens. Yeah. You know, saying he got Jason Witten. I like, he got a lot of those guys. Yeah, but so, anyways, you know. So, like, so, yeah, yeah, Jason Garrett needs to go, but that's not going to fix the issues because you're just going to have another puppet in there. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Let's see. What was the other Thanksgiving game that night? There was. Oh, the Falcons. Man. Yeah, I, I was I was in Atlanta and it was a silent night there. Dude, <laughs> young, dude, Young Ho Park. Three onside kicks that guy successfully kicked. Two that were unpenalized, yeah. one that was. Three recovered onside kicks. What the hell? Jason Hill. That would that would that, that was crazy. That was crazy, man. Fucking uh Jason Hill is Ridiculous. Oh yeah, Taysom Hill Taysom. for the Saint for the Saints. Yeah, he yeah, he blocked the punt. He caught a touchdown. He ran a touchdown. I, I, is he like a fullback or something? He's he a court. Like he's spiker. a court. He's a quarterback that does a lot of random shit. Yeah, I honestly get sick of hearing about him. Like I'm like I get it. Shut up. Like I like at first, you know, I like I was, but uh, after watching him play, I like he's a solid player. I like him a lot. Uh. My big takeaway from that game was when Matt Ryan threw that pick and that fucking Saint player stiff-armed <laughs> his entire soul out of his body. <laughs> that was hilarious. That's the big takeaway I have from that game, honestly. That was the thing I remember most about it. Um, I'll tell you what was fucking crazy is that night, like, my family and I were watching football and I saw two of the weirdest fucking things I've ever seen on on. In football, especially on Thanksgiving. So they did the Egg Bowl that night too. To get away from uh, college football. To get away from professional football for a second. So I saw two kicked and recovered onside kicks consecutively. Mm -hmm. I also saw this. Old Miss scores a touchdown at the end of the game. To, you know, get ready to tie it up. And, you know, Mississippi State's the Bulldogs. Yeah. The dude that scored the touchdown crawled on his hands and knees like a dog and fake pissed, like kicked his leg up like the Odell Beckham celebration a few years ago. Wow. Or like last year or like whatever. Like I don't I don't remember. I don't remember when Odell Beckham did that shit. But this dude did that at the end of the game. They got a personal foul penalty, like a you know, unsportsmanlike contact. They pushed the field goal back, like the extra point back, and the kicker fucking missed it. Mm. That was they literally online were calling it the old miss piss and miss. <laughs> and it was ridiculous. And then I saw that and then multiple onside kicks. It was just a weird night. So yeah. that was strange. So yeah, fucking um 
the Falcons kicker, man, that shit was crazy. And, uh, yeah, the fact that that game ended up being as close as it was, Matt Ryan got tore the fuck apart. Yes. His offensive line is bad. Um, so, it has been for a while. Yeah, for a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that was, all right, but the offense will play it all right without Julio. Yeah, yeah, they did all right. Um, let's see. So those are all the Thanksgiving games. Sunday night game. So the Sunday night game was the fucking Texans and the fucking yeah, Patriots. So, but finally, your boy Deshin did what I always wanted Ooh, him to do. Yeah, boy. I like getting that Patriot ass. He didn't do it last year, and he didn't do it the year before. Hey, the year before, he almost beat them. He came about this close to doing it, and he didn't quite make it happen. Last year was a little bit. It was a little bit tougher. I know it was funny. Uh, Deshaun, great kid. Fucking at the end of the game, he literally said, "Man, Tom Brady's a goat. Man, I'm glad I was able to get one off of him before he retires." You know? Yeah. That's what you know. He's real respectful about it. Uh, fucking uh. Man, they just... I'll tell you, man. I don't know if this was Bill O'Brien or... I don't know if this was Bill O'Brien or if this was uh, their defensive coordinator. I don't know if there's defensive coordinator still Romeo Cornell or not. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if their defensive coordinator came up with this or Bill O'Brien did. But, if but it, it but was if, genius. But so if it was Romeo Cornell, that would make a lot of sense. But so this was genius. So what they did is... They put a cornerback on James White. Mm-hmm. So Tom Brady couldn't throw his little screens, mm-hmm. his little bubble screens and like little wide receiver screens and his little, you know, whatever happened, yeah. what, whatever have you shits to him. And then, um, then there was the um, fact that they put, they double, they double covered Julian Edelman. Yeah, he was, he was not going to beat you. They were like, Julian Edelman's not going to beat us, and your running back is not going to beat us. What, what, what do you, you, what what do you got, Tom Brady? And he literally has nothing. Yeah. Like, his receivers are shit. And the thing is, Tom Brady has declined enough to where that's actually fucking with him now. Yeah, that's fucking with him now. Whereas before, it kind of fucked with him, but not that bad. I will say, Keneal Harry, uh, Harry hasn't been what they were hoped. No. And Muhammad Sanu doesn't even know the playbook yet. Yeah, he just, so he's he just, just like, ugh. What do I do? Yeah, exactly. So, um... Oh, it, which, what Chad Johnson said was uh, was right. He said, Learn, he said, that offense is complicated. Yeah. Like, in the passing game, it's complicated. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It takes a minute to learn that fucking offense. That's why you see receivers struggling with it sometimes, especially new ones. To yeah. the, you know, and then there are guys that are just their talent. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah, like Randy, Randy Moss. Ma- Randy Moss. Did, it didn't matter. That's just how good Randy Moss is. Um, he was going to always be successful there yeah. because he's just a success, dude. You, you, you're going to find ways to uh, to get him the ball. So there was a there was a big thing. Tom Brady. It literally cut to Tom Brady at one point. Yelling at his receivers on his sidelines, going, "You need to run faster." He said this to them, and it's just like, it's like, like yeah, dude. So you run like a four four, but you need to run faster. Yeah, it's like, bro. Like that, my my dad and I were fucking. Oh my god, we had a field day with that. We were laughing our asses off solely because so. We were, oh God. <laughs> dude. We were laughing so hard solely because it was like, oh man, it really sucks when you don't have Gronk running wide ass open anymore. I know, like you know, or I, weren't they in Houston? I uh, I think so. Um, uh, but yeah, not? it was like they didn't have, like I said, 
They didn't have. Yeah, they were in Houston. Yeah. Like, yeah, like it's different whenever you're not at, at Foxborough and you don't get all them damn calls. Yeah, dude. So like, literally, like, like I said, you must have paid him rest. He cheap. he was happy. He was mad, and it was like, <laughs> yeah, dude. Of course you're pissed. You don't have fucking wide receivers running wide ass open across the middle like you always did before. I know, right? Like, and, the, and you're 43 years old, man. With the yeah, you dude, you've gotten noticeably worse, dude. I saw a thing that said in games where opponents score 16 points or more over the last two seasons or something, yeah. Tom Brady is like three and five yeah. or something, and it was literally like. Two of those wins were in the AFC Championship game where D. Ford fucked up last year yeah. and was offsides. And then the other one was in the Chargers in the playoffs last season when his team literally, like, the Chargers scored two garbage time touchdowns yeah. late because they had just shit on them. Yeah. So, Tom Brady hasn't been playing well. And Amir, dang, I forgot. Dang, I forgot. Well, well they, they also they also showed a statistic that said like all of his numbers, like his if you like if you look at the stat line, his numbers are like terrible. He's like 20th like in QBR. Yeah, he's like he's like 20th like in yards. There, there's a there's a line like after this certain week, he's second to last or last in QBR in all these categories. Yeah. And it's funny because Josh Allen is slightly above him. And me, oh yeah, well I was making a point because somebody on the get up they were saying like, yeah they could probably still make the uh, make the um, the Super Bowl win the Super Bowl like Peyton was diminishing. You know, what I'm saying the defense carried him, and I was like that Patriot defense is good, but it wasn't that Broncos yeah, it's defense. Not, yeah, that's it's true. Not, that defense didn't yeah. have no weaknesses from top to bottom. Yeah, but from the uh, from the linebackers to the defensive line, nor the secondary. I'll tell you what was some funny shit. Um. Oh, after the game, this was fucking hilarious. They ask uh, they asked Nuke Hopkins about uh, Stephon Gilmore. Like, hey, what makes him so tough? Like, you know, you've been playing against this guy for a while. You know, University of South Carolina when you were at Clemson. Like, blah blah blah. What makes this guy so tough? And um, Nuke just dead ass serious went. He's from South Carolina. And and. <laughs> <laughs> and the reporter like laughed and nuke was like dead serious he went yeah man we got some dogs out there like you know he's like like he was sitting there like motherfucker don't play with us we got some dogs out there yeah he's like dude like we got some great players here it's just like fit, like mentally they're like they just they just can't get right or they a just lot get, of them don't a yeah, lot of them true. don't get right here or like yeah, you know or they don't have the heart they got the talent they either don't have the heart nor they don't have the mental capacity dude my sister dude my sister went to high school with a guy named Jamaze dixon that was one of the most talented individuals i've ever seen but he just couldn't school trash yeah like he just could he couldn't do it. Like he barely stayed eligible for BHP standards. Literally, South Carolina, like Lou Holtz wanted him real bad, mm-hmm. but just was like this kid's grades. He's never gonna be able to fucking never. Yeah. So, you know. But anyways, uh, that that was kind of a big thing with with that. But just to give you an idea, like a lot of the dudes' mentals ain't right here, you know. But the, you look at South Carolina has a lot of talent. But anyways, moving on. That game was hilarious. Fucking Nuke Hopkins threw an option pass to fucking Deshaun Watson for a touchdown. Oh, damn. that was that was funny as fuck. That's great. 
All right. I, I love when the Patriots lose. I like, oh, we all like, do. It's like, even the, even even though you know what I'm saying the Jets gave gave the uh, Bengals their first first uh, first win because I thought about did. you. I thought, man, my dad said something. He's like, man, I know Hill's fucking mad. I was like, no, nah, he's not. He expects this at this point. Yeah. I was like, that's the kind of loss that the Jets have. They lose to teams that don't have losses, yeah. don't have wins. They do this shit. Yeah, I'll like anytime. Y'all lost to the fucking Browns after all them losses yeah. in a row. We gave, like, we gave the Browns their first win. We gave the Dolphins their first win. And we gave the Bengals their first win. That's like, exactly it, man. I like I called this shit. Dude. Like, and it's crazy. Like, you would be like, man, you're negative. I'm like, no. Have you seen my team? Have you seen these motherfuckers? So, all right. So, the Monday night game was my squad against the Seahawks. All right. So, I'm going to... There's no such thing as moral victories. But I'm going to point out some things. You about, you about to point out some moral victory points? Not really. I'm going to point out some things why I wasn't so pissed off at this okay. game. On one play at the start of the second half, Dalvin Cook gets hurt, fumbles the ball inside the 30, gives him a short field. Stephon Diggs gets hurt on the same play. Riley Reef, either right before that or around there or either at the beginning, end of the first half, leaves the game with a concussion. Mm-hmm. Your starting left tackle, concussion. Your number one wide receiver leaves the game. He comes back. He doesn't look right, really, the rest of the game. Not like he was. Mm-hmm. And then your number one running back leaves the game entirely and doesn't come back. They gave up. Our defense gave up 450 yards of offense. Xavier Rhodes personally had multiple pass interference penalties. And when Russell Wilson threw at him, I don't know if he was 3-for-4 or 4-for-4 four for, for 99 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Let's see. What was the other thing? Kirk Cousins had a deflected ball that should have been a catch mm-hmm. end up as a pick. We lost by 7. All of those. We were down pretty big. We stormed all the way back. People want to make fun of Kirk Cousins. As they should. Kirk Cousins is a fuck. You know, I continue to drag him in the hopes he plays well. That has been my stance for the last several weeks. Kirk Cousins sucks. He's trash. Please keep playing sort of well, you piece of shit. Um, so, <laughs> anyways. Is he, this last year? No, this is the second year of that. This is his second year of his contract. So, he, our offense, like, he didn't have a ton of passing yards in the first half because we were kind of playing conservative. When we got down, we opened up the playbook. He started putting up numbers. Had that cut touchdown to Kyle Rudolph. Had that touchdown to Laquan Treadwell. Mm-hmm. We all the way to four. We get the ball at the end of the game, and yeah, there was a fourth and three where he misses fucking Alexander Madison when he's wide open. Would have been a first down. But ultimately, you scored on how many consecutive drives yeah. and stopped them on how many consecutive drives. How many times can you expect the dude to score? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... Unless you're Clemson fans, they expect you to score all the time. Yeah, that's, yeah, really and truly. Those fucking lunatics. <laughs> so, like I said, that being said, I'm not going to put that loss at Kirk Cousins' feet, really. Like, could he have played a little bit better well, at like, moments? Of course he could have. Like, just for the mere fact, a lot of people were saying that game was kind of over a long time ago. Then he it, it was. They were like, man, that game's over. And, like, literally, the thing is, we had that game in Denver. You know, Denver was like that. We were down big, and then we came all the way back, and it was the same thing. We just didn't quite finish the comeback. So, ultimately, like, 
Fuck Russell Wilson. I'll just say that. Fuck him. He's good. He fucking aggravates Russell, me. Russell, last name Wilson. That's yeah. my guy. Fuck him. Um, I'm, we can't beat them sons of bitches. And we have to play. <laughs> and, uh, even when the even when the team sucks. We can't. You, dude, literally, there was a literally Russell Wilson's first year in the league. He had there was a game where he had seventy two yards against us and they won. We can't beat them. It sickens me. <laughs> Now, granted, Christian Ponder was our quarterback and had like four picks in that game at the time <laughs> or something insane. But still, we can't beat them. Like, flat out can't beat them. And like, if I see Seattle on our schedule, I'm like, that's a fucking hell. Dude, just like the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm like, we can't. I'm like, on a, this is a down year for them somewhat, and we still can't beat them. Oh, yeah, We for can't sure. beat them when they're good, and we can't beat them when they're bad. Yeah. We can't beat a lot of people when they're bad, but, that, but especially the Pittsburgh Steelers. Dude, but seriously, like, so, all things aside, I blame that loss solely at the feet of the defense. That's terrible. 450 yards. Terrible. They were bullying us in the second half running the ball. Mm-hmm. And we had been known for our run defense the whole the whole season. Mm-hmm. Inexcusable. Inexcusable. Like I said, man, I don't put that loss at Kirk Cousins' feet, really. Defense, multiple turnovers that weren't his fault. Yeah. Nah, son. Just nah. <laughs> Fucking, so that's... You know, normally this is this is part of the show where I go irate. I was like, man, I went in this game fully expecting us to lose it. The Vikings fucked around, did what they always do, give me hope, make me feel like they could win some shit, and then they ain't. And fuck it, <laughs> dude, dude. I'll tell you what was funny. You know how on brand this is, dude. My homie Zach texted me and was like, dude, he was watching the game with his wife, and he went. That is the most Viking shit ever for Ryan K. Like, that play I talked about where Dalvin Cook and Stefan Diggs got hurt. Yeah. And he had fumbled the ball. He's like, that is the most Viking shit I've ever seen. <laughs> That's a Panthers fan saying that. You yes. know what I mean? Like, the fact that I got my homie watching enough Vikings games to where he's over here like... He sees it. He's like, yo, y'all unlucky as fuck. Well, it's like, your dad saw, like, you know, watches Jet games because he like he likes me and I'm a Jets fan. And and he like, knows. Yeah. He knows just like I know. The shit's trash. I hate watching Jets games for you, buddy. It's a bad time. Yeah, that's why I don't do it. I, dude, I don't even, I don't even, um, I don't even, after like four weeks when I know already know what's up, I just stop trying to watch Jet games. Uh, it's no, it's not worth me losing sleep over. Just for the mere fact, I get up, oh, uh, I get up on Sunday. Well, I set my morning tweet about the Jets. Then you know I go back to sleep, which which my man Cody Can like tells me that's like his favorite thing to see. Cody Can's quality, man. He was like, this is by far my favorite Sunday tweet because I always wake up. Uh, and if you can follow me at HBK underscore Illmatic, I wake up around maybe nine or ten before the game start. I tweet out, I wonder how many points the Jets are going to lose by today, and I go back to sleep. Yep. Yeah, exactly. I mean, hey, that's uh... that, 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 that's will be the, I like during football season, that's the first thought that comes to my mind. How many points the Jets are going to lose by today? Yep. On a fucking Sunday. And it shouldn't be, but that's my life. Yeah, man. Uh, coming up next, you know, we're going to put the spotlight on the Denver Nuggets because nobody talks about them and they don't get enough love, but me and the arcade don't suck so we are going to give them some love and we're going to talk about them on the scoreboard Podomatic Podomatic Radio Hi I'm Clay Matthews 
NFL megastar. And when I'm not busy destroying offenses, I'm fixing actual fences. That's right. I'm also the most trusted handyman in the greater Green Bay metro area. With a little elbow grease and some Clay Matthews fatheads, we can tackle all of your home repair problems. Got a hole in your wall? Hey, probably just plaster it up, right? No, you're wrong. Throw up a real big fathead and move on with your life. Maybe you got a small hole. Anything could be living in there. Seal it up forever with a fathead junior. Tired of that unsightly old countertop? No, I... That's an easy fix. Just hold up a fathead big head at all times and never move from that position again. It's not that bad. Yes, it is. Leaky faucet, fathead mural. Problem solved. No, wait. Now you gotta be asking yourself, Clay, do you have any formal carpentry training? No, I do not. But I'm Clay Matthews, and I'm gonna need you to trust me. Wanna install that new home gym and get super ripped? Toss a custom fathead in there and set more realistic goals for yourself. House not insulated properly? Put up a fathead mural of a warm and desirable location. Now it's summertime. In your mind. Cable's out. Replace it with a fathead junior. Now you've got over 600 channels of Clay Matthews. Plus, we're gonna throw an on-demand. Tiny Clay Matthews, anytime you wanna look at him. Got a stubborn carpet stain? Here's an old trick. Grab some club soda, a sea sponge, a fathead standout, and uh, I'm sorry, I forgot where I was going with that, but look at that standout. It's so lifelike. Need new locks on your doors? You shouldn't. Locks are for people who don't have a custom fathead handy. They deter burglars, cat burglars, burglar cats. The list goes on. Remember, there's no eye in home maintenance. And if there is, we can remove it for you. Go to fathead.com today and put together a championship defense for your home. Find thousands of fathead products. Prices starting at $7.99 at fathead.com. Fathead for real. Hey, Tyrone, what you doing in Philly? I thought you was in Cali. Man, I was, but then they said we was having an earthquake, so I had to relocate. But come to find out, the only thing was cracking and shaking was your wife ass cheeks when I was fucking along with that stuff. What's up, guys? This is the Scoreboard Quote of the Week, brought to you by nobody, because we're broke. This was supposed to be a segment dedicated to people that say amazing things. But as everybody knows, we'll focus on gems like this. I would, but uh, I know where that hand's been. And this. Booties. They make sure you ain't booty. Holy crap, I don't know who the hell we think we are. You couldn't stay off the weed. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. So with that being said, here are my two favorite guys, HBK and the Arcade. Welcome back, guys. It's the quote of the week. It's been a while, Ryan. It has been a while. Yeah, man. Um, you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. I'll go first. I got this. I got this. Um, my quote of the week goes to this girl, um, DJ. Uh, her Twitter handle is at DJ fucked your dad. Okay. <laughs> and uh, the, your dad is you are dad. It's, it's pretty good. Uh, she tweeted out, some girls will call you a fat bitch to your face. 
then get on their Instagram story posting like, life is so hard when you're an empath. Like, do you understand what words mean? <laughs> that caught me slipping. I was like, God, that's facts. Man, some of these bitches out here ain't shit. That's 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 real. Speaking of bitches ain't shit. <laughs> uh, my quote of the week goes to this guy named Jay. And he posts a status saying, some chick on a dating site told me that she would not be messaging me again because guys who wear flat bill hats are usually ghetto. And I told her that was fine because girls who describe their body as a few extra pounds are usually obese. It's wild out here, kids. See what happens when you make assumptions? Yep. Got him. <laughs> Got him. Or the girls that just take face pictures, they're probably just fat. Oh, or, man. or you just take like face and like boobs. Oh or, man! Or they always have like them like them angles where like they're, like the camera's looking down. I'll at tell them. you, I saw a damn funny thing the other day. Um, I saw a girl I went to college with. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna name drop her on this show. She she doesn't deserve that. She don't. Me. I don't know her well. I'm not Facebook friends with her, but she popped up on my suggested Facebook friends list. And this girl, straight up, so she always had kind of, like, she was a very attractive girl, but she had kind of a big kind of nose. <laughs> so, like, her profile picture, she literally is doing this, like, cute thing where she's, like, covering up her nose, like, tee But, like, it's like this bitch trying to cover up the fact she got <laughs> big ass nose. nose. <laughs> like, that's what, that's all it is. Because if you look at the rest of her pictures... Like this shit hilarious. Like I, I. She got a Triple H nose. Oh, it ain't that bad. I mean, cause dim dim shits run. Dim Manu Ginobili nose. <laughs> that that shit's rough. That Owen Hart nose. <laughs> yeah, that's a rough life. She ain't got that problem. But like, like, like real talk. Like, all right. So you guys can't see this. I'm showing Hill right now. So, oh, okay. So that's that. See, she's like, oh, I'm cute. And then you go a couple over. Bam! Look at that thing. I mean, it's big, but you know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It ain't Triple H big. Yeah, it ain't Triple H. But you, you that's yeah. what I'm saying. You I tell like, that girl insecure about her damn nose. Yeah. I like, and the thing is, like, you know, that oh, shit cute, man. Like, dude, like, dudes don't give a shit about things like. Oh that. hell no! They'll fuck the Wicked Witch of the West. Yeah. They don't care. They don't that give bitch. A damn. They'll fuck that bitch with that fucking mountain nose. They don't care. As long as she's down to fuck and she ain't playing no games. Yeah, that is. Listen, man. Yeah, we don't care about shit like that. Dudes is horny out here. That's the that's the number one thing you need to take away is dudes is horny. So, <laughs> find me the biggest bitch in the world and I'll find you a dude horny enough to fuck her regardless. Yeah. I don't I like, care. I like John Cena has fucked fat bitches before. Yeah, John, he said that on the podcast. Of course he did. Because he was like, I think it was like a dare. He was say he was at a, like a bar with some friends. They said, "I bet you won't fuck that fat bitch." John Cena was like, "I bet I will." He ended up taking him back to her house. He was like, "Dude, that was probably the best sex I've ever had with a fat chick." There it is, man. But yeah, dude. So like I said, John that, Cena fucking a fat chick. Yep, that's funny. But yeah, man. So uh, all right, let's let's get to, let's get to talking about these nuggets. Though. Yes, because like you know, they, they, they've been flying under the radar. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody knows that the Lakers are uh, the number one team in the West right now, and you know, and the 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 Nuggets are number two. Not the Clippers, not the Rockets, not the Mavs, not the Thunder, not the Spurs, the uh, not the Blazers. You know what I'm saying? I like the freaking Nuggets. And it's a shame that nobody is talking about this team more. Granted, because LeBron revenge season, Lakers, you know, we're Laker fans. And like, and we're happy about that because we've sucked for a decade. Oh, yeah. And we've had to deal with that. But 
no people need to be talking about these Denver Nuggets. They made a they made a big playoff run last year. It's like people that they have shown that you know saying this team is for real and they're young as hell. Oh dude, that's the thing too. Like people are sleeping on how young this team is. Like the thing is like Nikola Jokic is probably the best center in basketball. He's the best center in basketball. And the reason I put him above Embiid is cuz Embiid's always hurt. Yeah. Jokic don't miss no time. Like he's a better passer. I like he's more fundamentally sound than OB, than Embiid. The only things he does do as well as Embiid is play defense, and he's not he's not athletic at all. He's not athletic, which that kind of ties into defense. Like yeah. people who are more athletic play better defense naturally, just because they they are they're not so flat footed. Yeah. So again, um, I uh, again I just he's bad. That's mm-hmm. a bad dude. You know, I mean, Nikola Jokic is, again, he's the best center in basketball. Um, like I said, no disrespect Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid is great, but... Joel Embiid is more talented yes. than Nikola Jokic. And that, he's more exciting. He's more exciting, but again, just, he ain't healthy. Yeah. Like, I just don't believe in him being healthy. Like, until he's healthy, I don't believe in it. I like, and it's just a mere fact that Jokic, like, you know, he be doing... He's so unathletic, like, he does stuff, and you, and you just wondering, how the fuck did he do that? Yeah, that's unathletic ass, and he's probably one of the best passing big men I've seen since Shaquille O'Neal and Tim Duncan. That's saying something. Yeah, I mean, I was like, people don't give Shaq enough credit for how good of a passer he was, man. Good God, out of the double team. Yeah, and Shaq, even outside of that, like when he was with the Magic. Yeah, man, he would run the floor real well and fucking hit the extra pass. Mm -hmm. Like he, Shaq, Shaq's underrated. Because you gotta think about this. I think the arcade was like, you know. He was doing this metric. It was like a few years ago, and you may not remember this, but I thought it was I thought it was excellent. You know, as far as big man concerned, like the metrics, like in passing and stuff like that. Usually, like you know, say like your DeAndre Jordans will probably average like two assists a game. I like that's because you know, just, like they don't expect centers like you know to be passing the ball like that. You know, an elite passing elite an elite passing center usually averages about four or five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the thing, that's true. But the other thing, too, is you got to think about it, too, is most centers usually, granted, the center position has changed. Mm -hmm. The center position, you're going to be averaging almost more turnovers than you are assists or slightly. It's going to be around the same. Mm -hmm. So, like, for instance, you think about, like, like, a regular center. Let's just say, like, Alex Lynn, somebody like that. Alex Lynn probably averages, I don't know, probably averages maybe like one or two assists a game, but he also averages one or two to three turnovers a game. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's just the size of that. So that's what your average big looks like. Mm-hmm. So I actually remember what you were talking about. Yeah, elite centers average five to six. Um, uh, the best passing centers in the league currently are uh, Nurkic from the Trailblazers. Um, Jokic, J- Jokic. Uh, let's see who who are some other. Uh, Mark Gasol still a really yeah. good passer. Um, let's see who else. I could probably come up with a better list. Brooke Lopez is an underrated good yeah. passer too. He's 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 pretty solid, uh, sharing the ball. Which uh, that might have to do more with him playing for Mike Budenholzer yeah. than it does with him actually being a really good passing center. So, but yeah, man. 
getting back to it, though, uh, Nikola Jokic is, dude, and the way that they run their offense through him, high screen action near the free throw line, and high so, screen and roll action. And the mere fact his jumper is good enough that he can feast off that. To me, I like, I don't know if you guys remember this. Like, he is a better version of Rick Smith. That's what, because Rick Smith used to feast off the high pick and roll. Mm-hmm. I like it because you remember, Laker fans, like, you know, remember whenever they, they played us in the finals? Like if if Rick Smith had a, had even a somewhat decent series in that finals, it probably would have came out different because he had all he had all he could eat from that foul line because Shaq wasn't about to go out there because he was focused on the rebound. Yeah. But Rick Smith had a terrible finals. So like if he had a better finals, that series could have went either way. Yeah, exactly. So because he could he could feast off the uh, he could feast off that free line, especially off the high pick and roll, and that's how they use it because you wasn't gonna. Yeah, Rick Smith. Rick Smith Rick, Smith's was a pick and pop. So. Yeah. Now, like, you wasn't going to alter a shot at seven foot three, so we just let him have that. Yeah. And he killed them a lot. Yeah. Missing them shits. Yeah. So, the thing is, man, Nikola Jokic is very fundamentally sound, very good passer. Then, let's... Jamal Murray is one of the best young point guards in the league. People don't talk about him enough. Yeah. Shout out Canadian players. I'm happy to see Canadian players start coming over here gangbusters. I'm right, happy right, as fuck right. about so that. So, R.J. Barrett's a... Um, He's from Canada, too. Well, another fun uh, fact about R.J. Garrett, uh, R.J. Barrett, I like Steve Nash is his godfather. Yeah, yep, uh, yep. That's that's been pretty well documented. Because um, I remember he was doing something with Saquon Barkley, and he was like, "Yeah, my godfather Steve Nash." And Saquon's like, "Steve Nash is your godfather?" He was like, "Yeah." He was like, "Wow." I was yeah. like, "Yeah, dude, Steve Nash is down with the brothers." Yeah, Steve Nash is just dope in general. <laughs> Fucking. Uh, so my whole thing. Uh, like I said, man. Jamal Murray, one of the most underrated fucking kick-ass fucking point guards in the fucking league. And he's about some shit, too. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he ain't out there trying to be friends with you. Nah. Like, he's... That's a bad man. Because I'm pretty sure he's been disrespected the mere fact that nobody talks about exactly. him. Exactly. Yeah, he don't play. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 want, I wanted to have a chance to see Michael Porter, but I haven't. And Michael me Porter, the limited minutes he's gotten... You can, like, the athleticism, the stroke, it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to see the kid play himself into a starting role. Yeah. I'd really like that. If he, if they get that out of him, man, that's uh, that's going to be some cool I would, shit. I would also like to see, even though he's extremely raw, I want to see Bol Bol get some playing time. I love Bol Bol. That God, I loved him in college. He's, yeah. he's cool as hell. I like dude. I like he's seven foot three. He can he can run the floor. He can he got a crazy dribble and he can shoot the three. Yeah, I like Bobo. He's, he's way more athletic than his dad. Oh was. fuck yeah, he is. Yeah, you know. So I like, but he's he's incredibly raw. I like, and he's 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 injury prone. And I'm just trying to see where he fits in on this team. Oh, for sure, man. Like you I know? said, I I like I like. I really like Bowl Bowl, but I, like I, I wish the Laker game was on because I feel like you know against a team like this we need the Lakers needed because the Lakers been beating up on a lot of subpar teams. The they, Lakers are up right now, fifty nine to forty seven. Yeah, so they're 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 taking care of business. They're taking care of business. I feel like this is a statement win because we need to beat a team like this, a team that's about some shit like this. This will be a, if the Lakers can pull this out, this will be a quality win for them. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. Um, yeah, because I remember that Portland series last year. Boy, that was probably one of the best series I've seen last year in the playoffs. I remember we, me and you have watched a lot of that. Yeah, man. And we were just, like, intrigued by all of it. Yeah, man. I you know? Yeah, absolutely, man. 
Fuck it. You know, because my thing is, like, you know, the, uh, nobody's paying no attention because both L.A. teams, you know, the Rockets are still in the mix. So, like, where do you see, uh, like, because, you know, they're getting toasted by the Lakers right now. But as far as, like, you know, how you see them match up with, like, the upper echelon teams, like, do you think, like. I think, I think the big thing is because of the way that the league has evolved back into two star players on teams mm-hmm. when the league's better for it. Yes. I think that Jamal Murray is a guy that's right on the cusp of becoming truly, truly special. Mm-hmm. Jokic already is special. Yeah, he's already special. The thing is, I would really like to see this team, you know, and they still have Paul Millsap, I think, mm-hmm. who's yeah, that, that dude. Paul Millsap is great. Paul Millsap has been great for a long time, too. They still have Gary Harris. Yeah, I like Gary Harris, too, man. They got well, shooters, I man. I said Jamal Murray's a uh, shooting guard. Gary Harris is the point guard. Yeah, technically, but Jamal Murray runs a lot of the points. Right. So, like, now, technically, yeah, but, like, no. You know what I mean? Like, they, they because they like running Gary Harris with Jamal Murray, mm-hmm. they both handle the ball. They both they both the point guard. Yeah. They both, they, they both point guards. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, um, like I said, I really, I really like the way that they play. You they know? just play a good, clean game. Um, they play. They throw a different look at you too, because mm-hmm. they're running most of their sets and their actions through their center. Yes. At the top of the key, that's different than a lot of teams are doing. And defensively, that's kind of hard to adjust to. Yes, most definitely. So, and then they have guys that can get their own shot. Mm-hmm. You know, Paul Millsap can get his own shot. Jamal Murray can get his own shot. Mm-hmm. Gary Harris can get his own shot. And if Michael Porter Jr. fucking plays his way into the starting lineup eventually, which I think he will, yeah, I think at the end of the year he but he'll have worked his way into being healthy and good enough to, you know, be. I thought it was smart on them to take a flyer on him, anyways. Yeah. I thought that was fucking smart as shit. That was genius. Yeah, because that's high high reward, low risk. Yeah, it is. Because like the thing is, like they're already a good team. If he doesn't pan out, so what? So what? But if I he like, pans out for them, they're get, they get I, that much better. I like, and the mere fact, they're so deep that they send Bo Bo down to the uh, G League. G League, exactly. I like, so, you know, he doesn't have to he doesn't have to produce right away. He can develop his craft, and he can come up whenever he's yeah. ready. Also, shout out Carmelo Anthony for winning Western Conference Player of the League. Just real quick. Fucking, listen, he, he probably didn't deserve it. Luka Doncic probably did. Yeah. But just the fact this man was averaging 23 and 7. Carmelo Anthony still got some relevant basketball to play, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. And I said years ago I wanted to see him in Portland. And look at that. He ended up there anyway. He ended up there anyway. Like, like, like Dame, Dame Lillard been trying to recruit him. Yeah, Dame Lillard. That Dame Lillard, that was literally fucking what happened. He went Dame into, Lillard and CJ McCollum. Like they, they, Dame Lillard went to office and demanded they sign him. Mm-hmm. He's like, he literally was like, because because they were falling off the rails, he was like, bro, like, and frightfully so, because they lost a lot of pieces. They lost Mo Harkless, they lost Myers Leonard, yeah, yeah. they lost a lot of people. Like, look, we need this guy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they went. I, like, I, I, we we love Rodney Hood, but with Carmelo Anthony, well, I think Rodney Hood's well, Rodney Rodney Hood's playing the three, and they got Carmelo playing a small four. That's what they got okay. going on, which which I think is good. All right. That way, that way, Melo Melo's a body. Mm-hmm. And the fours aren't going to be able to just blow by him the way that the threes would. Yeah, you know what I mean. It kind of hides some of Carmelo's def- defensive inefficiencies. Yeah, because I know Terry Stotts is a great coach. He, he would find a way to make it work. Yeah, Terry Stotts is one of Terry Stotts might be the most underrated coach in the league. Yes, he might be. Then probably the most underrated. I mean, the most underrated. 
underappreciated. Yeah, I agree. Um, so but you know what I'm saying? Because I, I don't think he put because uh, I the Terry Stotts is the type of person like if Damian won a Terry Stotts is for it. Yep, that's his fucking guy. Yeah, exactly. You know, like Terry Stotts and make it work. Yep, show enough. Um, you know what I'm saying? But dude, yeah, dude. So uh, getting back to let's see, getting back to Denver real quick. Um, I think that Denver compared to the other elite teams, like I said, they don't have two true superstars like the upper tier teams do. Yes. But at the same, but as far as like a team dynamic, there is and good, they're, and, they're, and they're still young. Yeah, they're still real young. That's the thing. I mean, you know, you look at the Clippers, you got Paul George and Kawhi. You look at the Lakers, you got Anthony Davis, LeBron. You got the Rockets, who I don't think the Rockets are going to be popping off like that. But you got the Rockets. They have Russell Westbrook and James Harden. I think that's going to be real volatile in the postseason. That ain't going to work out that well, uh-uh. me personally. But ultimately, all like, these, and James Harden plays way too many minutes. Yeah, he does. Absolutely, he does. Like in a load management league now, he plays way too many minutes. I like Dallas. You know who's in the four seed now? Has Luca and Porzingis. For what yep. that's worth, Utah has Mike Conley, Spider Mitchell, and Rudy Gobert. I really like Utah's team. Underrated. Like yeah. they're underrated too. That's another team that's that how, we could talk about honestly on another segment. That's how like Minnesota has uh Cat and, and Andrew Wiggins. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Phoenix. Andrew Wiggins finally is looking like a good player this year. This is the first year he's been like not retarded. You know? And the Suns are in the are in the A spot. They got Devin Booker, like Rick, Devin Rick Booker Rubio. playing real well. Ricky Rubio was an underrated get for them. Uh, um Kelly Oubre has been playing surprisingly well for them. I remember like because I know some people that's watched my that's listened to this, they were like, dude, you're right. Kelly Oubre is hitting on some shit. I'm like, yeah. Kelly Oubre was a guy that always had the talent. It's just that his head wasn't, wasn't right. right. You know, you know, because I was telling my friend Marvin, I'm like, bro, like as soon as DeAndre Ayton getting back, uh get back. This might be the. They're going to be an underrated team that, like, they might make the playoffs. I like, because they're in the eighth spot now. Because I'm sitting there, because I told him, I like, because he's still he's still stuck on the fact, like, we could have had Luka Doncic. I like, yeah, but DeAndre Ayton averaged 16 and 10 last year. I mean, the thing I, is. I like, you guys needed a big man, and Luka and Devin, why would you need a score when you got Devin Booker? Yeah, Devin Booker is a bucket. Yeah, that like, is that's what he does. Like you got your bucket. So like the mere fact you got Ricky Rubio, you got Dario Saric, you got Aaron Baines. They're underrated, man. There you got Frank Kaminsky there for no reason. That's an underrated roster. Like again, they're an eight seed. They might squeak in, you know. And I'd be happy to see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I really would be. But ultimately, man, like I said, with Denver, fucking Denver. Denver, I think, is a top four seed pretty comfortably in the West. Yes. You know, I think that, and I think that they'll Because yeah, I, I, I don't think Dallas is better than, I don't think, I don't, I don't think Dallas is better than them. I don't think the Rockets are better than them. I don't think, Utah depends on what team shows up. Utah is one of those type of schizophrenic teams that, you know, on any given night, they can beat anybody. Oh, for sure. But I like, because they're like in the fifth seed, and I feel like sometimes they're better than what their standings are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I get that feel from Utah a lot. So, you know, I like, I'm not going to, they can be better, but I'm, as of right now, I'm still taking, I like, I love Rudy Gobert, but Jokic is still better than Rudy Gobert. You know what I'm saying? You still got Portland out there. Portland's record isn't indicative. They've had injuries. 
They've and had some they, injuries too. Like they, Nurkic hadn't come back yet, you know. They got a, they lost a lot of people in free agency. Yeah, they did. And which they do that, they lose a lot of people in free agency a lot because it's a small market. Yeah. Thing is, they've pretty much been concerned with keeping uh, Lillard and McCollum. Lillard and McCollum, and that's the right thing because that's the best backcourt maybe. Yeah. In the fucking NBA, maybe you know, no no disrespect, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, or, but they're not playing right now. They're not playing right now, so you know. Like I said, that's the best one and two guard combo, I think, me personally. But uh, you know, like I said, man, Denver underrated. Even though they're I, I, good, they're still underrated. Yeah, nobody talks about them, and I'd be wondering why nobody ever talks about this squad. Yeah, even whenever that, when because they're not sexy. They're not sexy. Nothing about them sexy, man. Plain and simple. They don't have that fucking flash that the Lakers or Clippers have, where they're good but they're flashy while mm. being good. It's kind of like pale bucket, ball movement, hit the open shooter. It's kind of a it's a San Antonio Spurs brand of basketball yeah. almost. It's it's good, but it's boring good. You uh, know what I mean? It, and the mere fact, like you know, it's boring good, but the, uh, it's also the mere fact, you know, there's not a Tim Duncan or Tony Parker or Monte Ginobili. Yeah, that that, that that that's what made it. Yeah, that's true. I like you know because any basketball purists want to see Tim Duncan play. I kind of miss Tim Duncan. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I like most definitely. I like you guys should watch the different nuggets. Like if you haven't, you know, what I'm saying anybody that cares about the game of basketball, know, like know, uh, like what's up. So, um, coming up next, I like the Angels. I've heard sources saying the Angels are about to go, want to go all all in on Garrett Cole, and would that be a good, a uh, smart move? The arcade and net, and I will get in that next on the scoreboard, Pod- scoreboard, Podomatic Radio. To let the mic smoke. Now I slam it when I'm done and make sure it's broke. When I'm gone, no one gets on. Cause I won't let nobody press up and mess up the scene I set. I like to stand in a crowd and watch the people wonder. Damn, but think about it, then you understand. I'm just an addict addicted to music. Maybe it's a habit. I gotta use it. Even if it's jazz or the quiet storm. I hook a beat up, convert it into hip hop form. Write a rhyme and graffiti in every show you see me in. Deep concentration, cause I'm no comedian. Jokers are wild. If you wanna be tame, I treat you like a Yo, thank you. Joel, Hulu has live sports MB? I thought your nickname was The Process. Not anymore. All right. Do you think you could sign this without the Hulu has live sports? Legally, nah. Nah? Nah. That's kind of weird. Mr. MB, why'd you change your nickname? Money. Hulu has live sports. Hulu has live sports. You are listening to Podomatic Radio. You're listening to The Scoreboard with your host, Michael Hill and Ryan Kay. Catch them here every Tuesday on Podomatic Radio. Something that has to warm up before you use it, sir. How about your wife? Snoop Doggy Dogg and Dr. Dre is at the door. Ready to make an entrance, so back on up. Cause you 
cause you know we're about to rip shit up. Give me the microphone first so I can bust like a bubble. Hopping in Long Beach together, now you know you were trying. Welcome back, everybody. It's our Thug Life moment of the week. And if you out here doing Thug Life shit, we want to hear from you. You can email us at the scoreboard underscore radio at yahoo.com or you can hit us up on scoreboard on the, on our Facebook page at the scoreboard oh no facebook.com slash scoreboard eight oh eight. So I'll go first since you um since you did quote of the week first. And it goes to this dude named Zay. Alright, and this girl on Twitter she says something about she said eat my pussy instead of going outside to cheat. It's 2019 guys. Less cheating, more eating. And this dude Zay comments under her saying, Suck my dick in the middle of an argument. It's 2019, ladies. Less nagging and more gag. <laughs> I ain't mad. I ain't mad. Honestly, I ain't mad. I ain't, I ain't mad at either of them things though. Me real neither. talk. Real talk. The girl's right, he's right too. You know what? They both they both They does. they both right. They they both right. <laughs> Fucking um. So my uh, my thug life moment of the week goes to Darius Geis, mm. or uh, the uh, running back for the Washington Redskins. So Ron Rivera got fired today from the Carolina Panthers, and mm-hmm. boy, I know some happy Carolina Panthers. Fans. I know some too. Yes, I need so. to go text one like. Oh, I, I texted. Yeah, are we talking about Angry Joey? Not Angry Joey, my homeboy Mason. I te- he, I te- he, he was saying this. Because we, cause we worked together. He was like, bro, so all I want is for me to wake up. Because he, he was making a joke because he wanted Ron Rivera gone too. He said, hopefully when I wake up, Ron Rivera going to be gone. Yeah. And apparently he got his wish. <laughs> yeah, man. That, yeah, Ron Rivera got fired. But anyway, so the, the NFL Twitter account announced this. and was like, you know, the Panthers have parted ways with Coach Ron Rivera after nine seasons or whatever. Darius Geis quote tweeted that tweet and just went, sorry, Mr. Rivera, because he put a hurting on them. They, like, like he he put up like 120 yards yeah. on the Panthers, and he's a big reason why the Redskins won that game. Yeah. So that shit was funny That's as hell. terrible. <laughs> yeah, like I said, the fact that he quote tweeted was like, sorry, Mr. Rivera, that shit was funny as hell to me. <laughs> I was like, Darius Guy's a real one. That's oh, awesome. Oh god. I forgot all about I forgot all about him because he was he was hurt last he year. He was hurt last year, yeah, man. He he got hurt at the beginning of this year too. He's he's good, man. When he's healthy, shit. He, that's good. a bad man. So, um Alright, so uh, uh, so like like we were saying before, I was like, there are reports out there. Saying that uh, that the Angels want to go all in on Garrett Cole. Makes sense to me. It makes sense. I like, you know, well, I was going to ask you, you think it was a good move. So, obviously, you think it's a good move. My thing is, what I want to ask you is, they already got $300 million tied up in Mike Trout, as deservingly so. They got a lot of money tied up in Shohei Atani. Mm-hmm. I don't know what their scouting department or their farm system is like. I don't think this is a smart move. Here's the thing. So... Their offense is pretty good and has been for a while. All right. Their problem is not their offense, not in any way, shape, or form. Their problem is their pitching, plain and simple. That is what it has been. That is what it continues to To be. be. So, Garrett Cole immediately helps with that a lot because this guy was, you know, he didn't win the Cy Young Award. But God, he probably should have. He no should offense, have. no offense to Justin Verlander. You know, teammate took it from a teammate. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, and I love Justin Verlander, but Garrett Cole had an outrageous year. Yeah, an absolutely outrageous year. He's about to get paid. He and he's about to get paid for it. 
So, um, I just, I don't know, man. Like, just just watching it. I like it. And, like, breaking it down, when you stop and you think about it, okay, because Shohei Otani is a really good pitcher. Yes. And he'll be able to pitch this season. As well as hit. As well as hit. Garrett Cole, if you sign Garrett Cole, fuck yeah. Cash dollars. Um, I'm trying to think... Uh, I'm trying to think about, um, let's see, the rest of the Angels rotation at yeah, the Yeah, because what's their bullpen look like? Their bullpen's not bad. I don't, rem- I don't remember, actually, now, now that you mention it. Their pitching in general was kind of a problem for them. I don't know. Yeah, because I, cause I, I, cause I think I put a starting pitcher in, like, bullpen pitching. That's, like, two different things for me. Yeah, absolutely. Let's see. Let's take a look. I'm trying to look at these 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 cats. Like their depth chart from this past year, mm-hmm. uh, just to just to kind of give it a give it a whirl because I don't want to be speaking on some shit. Um, but in the meantime, though, let's call, you know, because he's going to be taking meetings with the Yankees. Uh, him and Strasburg going to be taking meetings with the Yankees uh, this week. Yeah, man. Uh, ho- ho- hopefully, we get both of them. But we, but I would. <laughs> yeah, y'all aren't going to get both of them. Y'all we're, might we're get. Not. We'll, you're we'll, you're going to get, get one. one of them probably, and that'll help a ton. For y'all, um, the problem is that you guys are a starting pitcher away. We're starting pitcher. Y'all away. are starting pitcher away from being in a World Series and winning a World Series, probably. Yeah. Um, the Angels are a starting pitcher or two, and maybe a bullpen player or two from May- winning the World Series or make it to the playoffs. Uh, just being in the playoffs. So okay, you know they have um. They have this young kid named Heaney, who's kind of good. I mean, he he had a he had a four ninety one. I mean, he's he's twenty eight, so he's not young, young, but he's not he's old. not he's not old either. Let's see. Like I said, I'm trying to look at some of these other guys. Let's see. Let's see. I'm trying to see if they have any promising bright spots in their rotation. Yeah, Jaime Baria. This is a guy that, you know, mid-4 ERA. He's young, though. He's 23. He's shown some promise. I remember this kid. I've watched him pitch some. He looks pretty good. I think he's going to be okay. Um, so, you have Griffin Canning. Similar kind of situation. 23-year-old with a 4-5. So, there's, this is kind of the story. All of these guys are pretty young. Mm-hmm. Um... They're not anything, you know, they don't have any standout, like, really, really good, you know, like, crazy talent. Yeah, but, you know, there's some some young dudes that could learn a lot from having a guy like Garrett Garrett Cole to teach them. Because they didn't even say nothing about Steven Strasburg. They trying to go in all, all in on Garrett Cole. Yeah, well, because Cole's from California, so he would be easier. Which, granted, Strasburg's from California, too. Mm-hmm. Or at least, at the very least, Strasburg went to uh, San Diego State. Yeah. Um, I think I think Strasburg probably would more like to go play for the Padres if he was going to go to a California team. Mm-hmm. But I think realistically... That's closer to home. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, like I said, he... Um, he already has his World Series. So at this point, he's just trying to yeah. secure the bag and yeah, be exactly. So looking at it, their rotation is really the thing. It's just there's there's no good arms on this rotation, really. No good, dependable, reliable arms besides Shohei Otani 
And how much is Shohei Otani actually going to pitch? Going to pitch. That's been a big thing this whole time. We don't really know. Um, like, if you was a manager, like, how many games would you allow Shohei Otani to pitch? I would let him pitch. 15? He, I would, yeah, I'd let him pitch about 15 games. Or I would at, le- at the very least figure out, like, okay, so what's a good limit for him? Or I would let have him, him on a pitch count. I, I would have him maybe on a pitch count or maybe on an innings limit or maybe on a game pitch limit. Or I would sit there and maybe have him on a games he bats in or DHs in limit. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, but, dude, their roster's good. I mean, Goodwin's a good right fielder. Pujols kind of splits time at first. Yeah, Pujols uh, is Pujols. You know, they still have – they have Justin Upton. Um, they have Tommy LaStella. Andrelton Simmons has really evolved into a good hitter. Um, Trout's Trout. You know, like, they have a good team. Mm-hmm. Like, offensively, they have a pretty good team. I don't know if Garrett Cole puts them in a position to be a World Series contender. Probably not. But I definitely think having a fucking dude that wins about 20 games. Yeah, 17 to 20. 17 to 20 games with that many strikeouts. That doesn't hurt you. It doesn't hurt you at all. Yeah. I'm just wondering where they're going. I know there's no salary cap in baseball, but you know. but You're I'm just t- wondering where's this money coming yeah. from. Yeah. Yeah, no, I hear you. Like, that makes perfect sense to me. Because my thing is, like, if that if y'all have money like that. Like, which apparently it looks like they do. Y'all should have been addressed this issue. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Like, that. well, that's the thing. They've always been kind of tied up. And, like, you know, they're like, oh, Jared, we had Jared Weaver. Uh, we feel like we're married to uh, this kid, that kid, or the other kid. That was a kind of promising prospect. We're like, yeah. oh, yeah. Like, th- there were so many years where they sat there and they had Garrett Richards. Garrett Richards looked like a great young pitcher and he couldn't be healthy. Mm-hmm. Then they have, um, you know, they had, like, Tyler Skaggs. You know, it was tragic what happened to Tyler Skaggs, but Tyler Skaggs was never a consistent, like, he was never, like, in... Never. He showed times where, like, at moments times... When he was good, he was good, but when he was terrible, it wasn't good at all. Well, I mean, again, he was was a pitcher with, like, a low to mid, like, four ERA. Yeah. And anytime you see a pitcher like that, that's what that means. That means when they aren't sharp, they're kind of fucking up. That's all that means. Like, anytime you see that. So, um, you know, ultimately, I, uh, you know, I kind of laugh about it, but it's one of those things, like I said, Skaggs was never, never going to be that elite ace. Skaggs is a guy you would have wanted at the bottom of your rotation. Yes. Like, a four-starter, you'd feel real good about that. Most definitely. But, so, they've just, like I said, they keep having these pitching prospects that they're like, well, we don't want to give up on this guy yet. And they don't work out. So basically, they can't get out of their own way. Yeah, that's kind. Of, that's been a big thing with them. And then also, they're ones that are promising end up hurt, mm-hmm. or like because that happened to Skaggs too. That happened to Tyler Skaggs too. Um, you know, Tyler Skaggs was hurt, fucking um, a lot. Um, Garrett Richards was like that. That's that's a big thing. The promising ones have been hurt. They've had a lot of bad luck, mm-hmm. and that was one of the reasons why they went and got Otani. Was because it's like, hey man, this kid can hit, and he can fuck, and he's a pitcher. This is good, you know. Fucking even if he only pitches like 15 games a year, if that, yeah, that's still something, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, if we could sit there and have him play in this many games as a pitcher and have him play in this many games as a DH, and that's excellent. So that way you have the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know. It's one of those things where, like, I um, 
I like it's a good move. It's just the logistics. And I, it, I don't well, know how. I don't know how the logistics of it work either. And the I thing like, is that well, well, one, he doesn't want to go there. Two, like the logistics and like the money and stuff. Because the thing is, even if you want to, we're willing to go all in. You may not have as much money as the Yankees or some other team. Yeah, exactly. That's a little closer to being upper tier competitive. You know, like you think about like, okay, like. I, and the thing is, I would feel much better about it. Okay, so if you look at, like, the Padres right now, they have a couple of really solid young pitching prospects. Like, Paddock's great. Yo, is uh, Mike Trout getting paid $400 million? He has the highest contract in baseball. I don't yeah, remember what yeah, it is. Yeah, it's $400 million because if, uh, if... It's higher than Bryce Harper's. It's like three fifty. I don't, I don't know what it is. Exactly, but um, yeah, Bryce Harper's three fifty. John Carlos Stanton's three twenty-five. No, 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 uh, Bryce Harper was three thirty. Uh, I think Trout might be three forty-two or something. I, uh, it, it, it's differences in like tens of millions. It's yeah. not, it's not much. Like I said, um, I don't know. Uh, but anyways, um, yeah, you know, Mike Trout's the best player in baseball, and you know that's been a big thing, and um, he's big time. He's big time. So like I said. Offensively, they have a really solid team. And they flirted with making the playoffs the last several seasons. The big problem is they don't have that pitching to get over the hump. Yes. They don't have those they don't have those horses that they can line up. Like, you know, if they had a couple quality starters, we'd be talking about the Angels much differently. Yes. You know, but the thing is they don't. And the other thing too is if they had a couple quality starters already and then they went and got Garrett Cole. They'd be an upper tier competitive team probably in the and, AL. And, but, but to be fair to them, we don't know what they got brewing in the farm system too. No, I I haven't really checked their farm system because the only team's farm system I super super keep up with is the Braves, and then ten like kind of like adjacent like I kind of will see a team here or there yeah. with an interesting farm system. But at the same time, I don't really keep track of that stuff too much. Yeah. Like, I do know, the one prospect I know that they do have that they're probably real pissed about, they got Kevin Maiton from us after our old GM got uh, busted for uh, international, like, signing yeah. violations. And they got Kevin Maiton, and he has not worked out worth a shit for them. <laughs> so, and, you know, that was one of those things where, like, he was one of our top prospects. Like, he was real young and he was exciting, but he just hadn't panned out for them. Yeah. You know? And I know that they got... They they got... One of their best pitching prospects was Sean Newcomb, who now plays for us <laughs> and is a bullpen option slash almost starter for us. So, you know, that's a big thing, too. Yeah. So, again, I... um, I don't know, man. Like, the Angels aren't quite there, really. Yeah. This signing makes them a lot closer, and they might be able to get some free agents if they do. Yeah. But at the same time, at the same time, they're just—they're not the Yankees. Like if the Yankees sign Garrett Cole, they're probably World Series bound. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or if the Yankees sign Steven Strasburg, they're probably World Series bound. Yeah. It's not like that. It's like a hey, this team hasn't been making the playoffs to where this might help them make the playoffs. Yeah. You know, because you're simul, and if you're the Angels, you're taking this guy away from the Astros mm-hmm. and putting him into your lineup. So not only are you taking a guy out of your division, off the best team in your division, you're putting him into your team. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that that's kind of the big thing. I think I think it's a move that makes sense for them to an extent. 
I think that if they had a couple more starting pitchers that actually were like young and like pretty legitimate, it would make a fuck ton more sense. Most definitely. Well, it already kind of makes sense, but again, I don't really know what their farm system looks like. So maybe they have a couple young arms they're gonna call up this year and see about what they got. You know, who fucking knows? You know, I don't. Either way, I like you know, like. Garrett Cole signs uh, like Garrett Cole sign uh, like he's not signing, but he's meeting with the Yankees uh, and Steven Strasburg. So chances are, like the Angels might not even get that meeting. You know, like if that, there there is a chance that the Angels don't even get to meet with him. You're absolutely right. So, so like, this you know, could all be academic in its entirely uh, in entirety. So we're gonna be on the lookout for that. So coming up next, I like your questions are in, and we're gonna answer them. You guys keep it locked on the scoreboard, Podomatic Radio. Visions of a young boy, ready for that gun war. Bring it to your front door, death is what he come for. Living life unsure, smoke weed, slung raw. Talking to them pigs, the type of shit you get hung for. When you dedicate to them streets, there's one rule. Never defecate when you eat. Never get up, put up a fight when you face a defeat. And it's cool to fuck them, but never put your face in a freak. Told me back ten niggas. Do your homies have money? Are you broke? Yeah. Do bitches look at you like some kind of joke? Straight up. There's nothing you can do except get your PhD. Play a haters degree? That's right. Oh, hell yeah. Player Haters Academy, located on Well Farm in Detroit, offers the finest in playeration tactics. Yeah, that's right. Such as the bitch hater. Hey, man, fuck that fine ass bitch. Or the look sugar. Yo, bitch, I might be ugly, at least I ain't got no money. Or the never-ending shooting star. Just cause he got a car, he wanna be driving that bitch. Get your PhD and join a nation of player Haitian. Word What's up, guys? You've been listening to The Scoreboard. Like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash scoreboard 808. And you can also follow HBK and The Arcade on Twitter at DXHeartbreakKid and Arcade. And remember, you can catch us every Tuesday on Podomatic Radio. It's already 110 in the summer, and if it gets one degree hotter, I'm going to kick your ass. Hey guys, it's mail time. This is the part of the show where we answer your questions. We usually expect questions like these. Tell me about Spider-Man. Why wasn't Thor in that one? Do you guys think that if MJ hadn't died, he would still be alive today? And these. What the fuck do a mermaid got to do with coffee any motherfucking way? And for the love of God, you spell check. Take it away, fellas. Appreciate it, bro. So we got three questions. Uh, something a little modest. Uh, first one comes from Carrie from Pennsylvania. He said, "What's up, guys? Hope you guys enjoyed your Thanksgiving." He said, "Now, he said, I respect the hell out of you guys. I like you know, you guys show nothing but love to my man Mike Tomlin." But uh, hold on, let me get adjusted here. Sorry. He's he said, "Like you know, after the season that he's had." With with everything that's going on, and we're still six and five, and we still are in a hunt for a playoff, uh, for a playoff berth, and with a third string quarterback, do you think it's time for the uh, Mike Tomlin naysayers to shut the hell up and be quiet? I think this year is a, that that's dude, my my man, straight up, 
I have been on the shut the fuck up about Mike Tomlin about Mike Tomlin train for years. Years. This is some of his finest work yes. as a coach. It is obscene. Now, granted, y'all, y'all did, y'all were smart in going to get Fitzpatrick. Yes, that was y'all. De- your defense looks completely different. Now yes, because you know you actually got some secondary help. You have some secondary help, which was a thing that y'all were y'all were not hitting on for a long time. Yeah. But Dupree's had a pretty good year. You know, y'all have enough like with Watt and Dupree. I like, I like Reggie, um, not Reggie Bush, Devin Bush. Devin Bush is fucking lit. lit. I like Devin Bush a lot. I like T.J. Watt's great. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, y'all have done enough overhauling on your defense to where you've been able to survive all the stuff you've lost over the last couple of years. Yeah. And, you know... My thing is, uh, y'all like y'all, like, and, and the thing is though, I feel like he does he deserves coach of the year. I he deserves coach of the year conference absolutely. That he deserves. Be- I like because Juju's hurt. You lose A B. You lose Le'Veon Bell. James Conner's hurt. You were the third string quarterback. Then Duck Hodges. I like he, that man deserves a uh, coach of the year. Yeah, I mean he's he's seven and five now because yeah, they won that they won this past week. So yeah, he's seven and five now. Like, dude. It's crazy to me. If you fucking have the playoffs today, the Steelers are in. Yes. That is insane. With all that you lost. With all that you've lost over the last several seasons, all that you've continuously... Uh, It's crazy. James Conner's hurt? Yeah. What the fuck? And and Carrie, I know what you're talking about because the main detractor was one Terry Bradshaw, but Terry Bradshaw doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah, exactly. People get mad at me when I say this. Terry Bradshaw was trash as a player. Fuck Terry Bradshaw. (laughs) I'm like, you had the steel curtain. You had me and Joe Green. Like... You have Lince, uh, Lince one and uh, Franco Harris and John Stallworth. But Terry Bradshaw sucks. My like, thing, my thing is with TB man, freaking as an analyst, he's a funny dude. But like, you played for Chuck Knoll. You you were behind Mike Webster. Like, dude, you, it's like like I said, you played for Chuck Knoll, who's one of the greatest coaches ever. Bro, the, I know this is your franchise, and they have a close place in your heart. How the fuck are you so mad about Mike Tomlin? How are you gonna sit here and say that he's not a good coach? What what has Mike Tomlin done? You know what I'm saying to for you to justify you saying that with confidence? Yeah, I don't know, but like I said, I am a like I said, I'm a Mike Tomlin fan. Always have been. You know, he's one of my. I can't stand the Steelers, but he's one of my favorite coaches. And to me, and I'm assuming that you're a Steeler fan, and I want you guys to do well because I want him to do. well. I love Mike Tomlin, man. You know, and the thing is, I just I don't understand how you can look at the job he's done this season and think he's a bad coach. Like I, I have a friend who was a Packers fan, and when I worked, I worked with this guy. He literally used to talk all the time about how he thought Mike Tomlin was overrated and a bad coach. And I was like, what the fuck is your problem? problem. Like, oh, like, like you didn't have Mike McCarthy as your Yeah, that's facts. <laughs> okay. Yeah, facts. But yeah, no, dude. Mike, anybody that has problems with Mike Tomlin and is like, oh, man, he's not a good coach. Just show, This year. You have to can, shut the hell up. If they make the playoffs, my God, he, he's coach of the year. Yeah, he should be coach of the year right now. It's, it's ridiculous because, like, he like okay, yeah, you could. It's either him or Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, you know, and Kyle Shanahan definitely deserves some play for that. But God, what the fuck? Yeah, I like or Pete Carroll deserves some consideration. Yeah, yeah, Pete Carroll probably deserves some consideration sure. for that but, too. But Mike Tomlin, for me, for my money, is coach for my of the year. money. 
If you picked Kyle Shanahan, I wouldn't be mad about it, but Mike Tomlin is the guy. Yeah. It was like that year that fucking Steve Kerr won it because he had a way more successful year. That year that Terry Stott should have won it. Yeah. When Terry Stott all, had Alders leave all that, yeah. and they still made the playoffs. Yeah, but Steve Kerr won 73 games that year. Didn't he win 73 games? That wasn't that year. Oh, that, wasn't was that, his, year. that was his first year as yeah. a coach. Like, freaking, um, yeah. So, like I said, man. I like Terry Stotts to be in the running for coach of the year every year, though. Yeah, oh, my God. That, that man's incredible. Um, you know, he's like, the, the most – we talked about it in our last segment. He's the most underrated coach in the league. Yeah. But, again, man, Mike Tomlin, fantastic fucking coach. Anybody that says otherwise is a fucking Yeah, idiot. I like – dude, I like, we were right there with you. We've been saying those people need to shut up. But that, yeah. they, they need to be quiet now. Yeah, again, and they I – ain't got no choice. And I have no vested interest in the Steelers. People that hate Mike Tomlin need to shut the fuck up. They, y'all, yeah, y'all need to be quiet. Zip it. Uh, next question comes from Jason from Texas. He was like, "Hey guys, he said I heard that I seen that Anthony Rendon met with the Mets or somebody today. So what are your chances that he leaves Washington and should like him? What- oh, he's leaving Washington. Really? Oh, he's leaving. They offered him a idiot deal. Like wow. I mean, dumb. Like low ball or like you know ridiculous. Like they did the same thing they did to Bryce Harper. They offered him one of those backloaded deals that like." Fucking, he'll be getting paid for the next 40 years. Wow. One of them shits. Players don't like that. You know, even though they he, he just won you a World Series. He helped win you a World Series. But granted, they just don't have the money. Now, granted, which if Strasburg leaves, they might re-sign him. Yeah. I don't know. They might be able to re-sign him. But here's the thing. Andy Rendon met with the Dodgers today. He's meeting with the Rangers because he's a... He actually, um... The... I think he met with the uh, Mets, too, I think. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, the Mets always are trying to open that damn wallet. Um, that's the thing. The Mets pay for players. They, they don't, they don't, they're a big market. As much as they don't play like a big market sometimes, they are a big market. Um, you know, it's a New York team, mm-hmm. you know? So, just like all those years, Chicago didn't play like a team in a big market. Yeah. They were always a big market, you know? So, uh, my thing is, um, you look at... Um, you know, you you look at this. I just can't imagine Rendon going back to Washington. After just, that, the disrespect. It wasn't even disrespect. It's just that this is what the Nationals were capable of offering. They tried, but it still was just a deal that wasn't an intelligent deal to offer a guy. Mm-hmm. It was what they were the best thing they were capable of at the moment. Yeah. Like I said, he's not resigned. They're they're probably losing him and Strasburg. That's crazy. I'm sure. Um, That's unfortunate. Well, for them, it's a fortunate for some 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 other people around the league. Um, my uh, my gut says that he ends up in Texas. That's where the I Rangers. think. He, yeah, he ends up with the Rangers. He's from he's from, from he, Texas. Yeah, he's he well he went to college. He played at Rice. Yeah, which is in Houston. Yeah, and um, so he's he's spent a lot of time in Texas. Yeah, so. Even though the the Rangers are kind of in full rebuild mode right now, yeah. I mean at this point he just wants to secure the bag. He got his title. Yeah, exactly. He's got his title, and you know the thing is he goes to another market. He could probably be, he probably could be an all star. Whereas like you know Nolan Arenado has a fucking vice grip on the third base position in the NL yeah. as he should. Anthony Rendon has been one of the most underrated elite players in baseball. Yes. 
Like, I think this was his first all-star this past year yeah. that he made. It's fucking absurd. All I do, Jose Altuve just finally getting the, the, the love that he deserves. And Ryan been screaming about that guy. Well, Jose Altuve, Altuve has been getting love for years, though, man. Like, the thing is... I'm talking about on a national level. Well, yeah, but within the, within the thing... The thing is, when they got good a few years ago, he started getting love. So, the, yeah, I hear what you're saying. But, you know, Altuve isn't the same way that Rendon was. Rendon... Not a lot of people didn't know how fucking good Anthony Rendon is. Yeah, because they were they were too busy with Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper, exactly. Bryce Harper was that the quote unquote star player. So again, Anthony Rendon's fantastic. There's there's no way he signs with the Nationals. Uh, the Mets. Could, I, I, I like. I thought he was gonna. I thought he was gonna come back. No, I would. Like, be, I, I would. Be, I'd be very surprised okay, if he like, did. Because I felt like that was the reason they didn't. They let Bryce Harper walk. Yeah, I mean they couldn't pay everyone. That's the thing. They're either gonna, they might be able to re-sign Rendon if they let Strasburg walk, yeah. but I don't know if they're going to let Strasburg walk. I don't even know if they offer Strasburg a deal. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Like they oh, might because yeah. they're because at least they offer Rendon. A so deal. they have a they have a lot of money tied up in Patrick Corbin. They have a lot of money tied up in Max Scherzer still. Um, so my thing is with that, they probably only have one more big deal, big ish deal left in them. And Strasburg and Rendon are Rendon's gonna have a two hundred million probably deal offered to him yeah. by someone. You know, sure. a team that needs a third baseman desperately. Oh, That's why I thought it was weird he was meeting with the Dodgers because like they turn they don't need him. That's not what they but, need. But yeah, but they always do deals like that. They always have a bunch of people that death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which they could move Justin Turner to first, I guess. But like, why would they do that? He's yeah, a why, good third baseman. Um. So ultimately, I don't know. So, if he signs with the Dodgers, that wouldn't surprise me because they throw money at everyone. Yeah. Um, they're one of those types of franchises. The Rangers makes sense for him where he's from. The Mets are a team that can sign him because, again, they're a team that's dead at third base. Todd Frazier sucks. <laughs> you know, and they're always willing to open the, the – but I don't – like I said, I don't see him resigning with Washington at all. Yeah. I'd be shocked. Genuinely. Uh, last question comes from – Patrick from Washington he said, "Hello." He said, "Hey, fellas." He said, "Who do you got as a NFL MVP? Like Lamar Jackson or Russell Wilson?" It's got to be Lamar Jackson, man. It's shit. He's just man. I no like, disrespect to Russ, man, but fuck. I like it's just it's just one of those things where I like it's kind to me. I, I don't know. I'm torn just for the mere fact like Lamar Jackson's a lot more exciting, but. Russ has been doing it all year. Ever since like they started talking about MVP discussion, Russell Wilson has been there. I think that hasn't really been I like I said, I still think just because of what what Lamar's doing with his legs, like just the the sheer volume of just like what his stats are, you know what I mean? With his legs. I said in my perfect world, like they would it would be a co MVP. But like I said, man, I mean, yeah, no disrespect to Russell Wilson. He's having an MVP season and would deserve to win it at this point. Lamar Jackson is probably the MVP of the league, though. I think that that's a thing that... But to be honest with y'all, like one of my homies told me, he was like, he said, between the two of them, it depends on that, that award really won't be... That won't really be discussed until like the playoffs. They're like, they, he feels like whoever has a better or deeper playoff run, that's who they're probably gonna get. They act play. like that shit doesn't affect that voting. Yeah, it, it fucking it does. does. It absolutely does. Like, I like see. especially when it's that neck and neck like that. 
Yeah, yeah, it absolutely does. I mean, but if I'm a Ravens fan, I, I wouldn't want Lamar Jackson to win the MVP because you guys have a chance to go to the Super Bowl and history. That's says, a distraction. Yeah, I, yeah, like in well, not even a distraction. Like history has it, like the team that has a Super Bowl. I mean, league MVP loses the Super Bowl. That's true. That is very and true. I, like the last person to win, win MVP in his team win the Super Bowl was Kurt Warner. Yep, true. Um, so that's God like damn, a thing. that was a long time ago too. Yeah, like the first Super Bowl. With that's the, 20 years ago, yeah. literally. That's like 21 years ago that happened. So, my but my thing is so just looking at it. If you look, if you want to be realistic, like what letter of the wall definition, most valuable player. Russell Wilson is more valuable to Seattle than, to Seattle than maybe Lamar. The Ravens have a better team than the Seahawks do. Yeah, I think personally, I think so too. It, it, now, granted, the Seahawks, like, you know, the Seahawks don't have the running backs that the Ravens do. The Seahawks might have better pass rushers than the Ravens. Outside of that, I think that the Ravens pretty much. Well, the Ravens have better tight ends because Russell oh, yeah. losses a loss to start. I'd say, say the Ravens have, like, three, two or three good tight ends. Yeah. Like, they're really good there. Um, So, you know, ultimately, I just. I don't know, man. Like I said, I have to give it to Lamar Jackson just because he's going to put up a. I think he's going to put up a four or five thousand yard passing season with a one thousand yard rushing season as a quarterback. Like, is that like a thing? That like he's on pace to do that? I think. I could be wrong about that, but I think he's on pace for that right now. You know, that's crazy. That that's what I'm crazy. saying. Just the the numbers. The numbers. It's just, it's insane. I was just saying, like, history, like, you know, Michael Vick had, like, a similar stat line, and he didn't win MVP. Yeah, but that was back when fucking, uh, they were giving it to Peyton Manning every year, like, fucking Tom Brady or whoever, you know, or fucking Brett Favre or whoever. Those fucking same old, same old fucking usual suspects. And that's why I was saying, like, if... I would give it the rush just for the mere fact, like it's been a consistent thing. We didn't start talking about Lamar Jackson being league we MVP started, for a couple of weeks. Well, ago. yeah, because the thing is, it was his second year, and it was yeah. his like that, that was like the thing too, though. Like no one was talking about Pat Mahomes for league MVP until he had done it throughout the whole season. Yeah, Lamar Jackson's done this the whole season, outside of the occasional hiccup. I'm talking, about, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about like playing well, like you know him being in a league MVP conversation like a couple of years, a couple of weeks ago. That that Patriot game, that's when people are like, oh, maybe this guy should be league MVP. Yeah, I mean that's true, but at the same time though, you play yourself into that yeah. award though, like you absolutely do. Yeah, but I felt like Russell was doing it. Long I get, long. I get, I hear what you're saying, man. I, I absolutely hear what you're saying, but ultimately, like Lamar Jackson is doing more exciting, special shit than him. And it started the first week of the year. They play the Dolphins. They're like, wow, five to passing touchdowns. Shit, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And then he looked a lot better. Like, he looked like he had a full offseason to learn the offense. And John Harbaugh was fucking smart enough to build an offense around this man. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas the offense that was in place was more for Flacco. Yeah. So they weren't able to do as much with it. So they adapted the offense. He had a full uh, offseason. And, and he has a better from- supporting cast around him. Absolutely. But, at the, again... My whole point, though, is he played himself into the conversation. Yeah. And I hear what you're saying. 
Russell Wilson is a uh, more it, established uh, player. It, it, it's, for it's, it's one of those type of things where I felt like, for me, like I take it in college when Lamar Jackson won the uh, the Heisman, and people were upset that Deshaun Watson didn't win it, but Deshaun was playing catch up the entire time while Lamar Jackson was just coming out the, the game. Big, the big reason why people had a problem with that too is Lamar Jackson played like shit at the end of the year of that season. He wasn't playing well, like, and Deshaun Watson was playing insanely well. Deshaun Watson played himself into that conversation, which I hear what you're saying, but this is this happened a lot earlier. You know, this is like Lamar Jackson got into these discussions four, five weeks ago. Yeah, Russell's sooner than Russell, that. Russell, but but you that at that early of a conversation. You're having Cause, cause, it cause way I remember, too early anyway. It was having way too early anyway, but like the first person they were talking about was saying who you think the league MVP was, everybody was saying Russell Wilson. Because, yeah, but, because he had got the big contract and it was like, all right, yeah, you got the big money, was, yeah. you ain't got nothing surrounding around you, all right, you need to earn this money, and he's and he, certainly yeah, done yeah, that. Yeah, no, I, and I hear exactly what you're saying, and to an extent, I can't disagree with what you're saying, but, again, I'm just playing devil's advocate, Yeah, he's... Russell Wilson was putting up fucking numbers. Like, let's not act like he's fucking not. Yeah. This is the same conversation. This is that same conversation that we had a few years ago in the NBA when Russell when Russell Westbrook and James Harden both were the MVP. You yeah. could have given it either of them. And you're not wrong. Yeah. This is the same thing. But in the NFL, they actually give out co-MVPs because they did this to Steve McNair and Peyton Manning. Uh, and, like, in my perfect world, that's and what Yeah, yeah, honestly, in a perfect world, that that is what happened. Because it happened that year. I, like, I didn't think Steve McNair deserved the MVP that year, but they gave it the co-MVP. I feel like these two are more deserving than that situation whenever mm-hmm. that happened. I, like I said, like, if you think Lamar Jackson's league MVP, I, like... I don't. I don't think you're wrong. It's just you know. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't necessarily think you're wrong. I just personally think. I just. I per- think it's my thing is like you know the reason people are saying that now because Russell Wilson is boring. They they looking at Lamar Jackson doing all this special stuff and what it is special and it's a lot more exciting. So it's easy to disregard Russ and be like, oh, this guy's a lot more exciting than Russ. So let's give him the MVP. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so I feel like that's where people are coming at it from. Well, and like, and I feel them on that, but you know, I'm sitting there thinking, like, with the more. Well, yeah, because the thing is, too, Lamar Jackson is so young. Yeah. He's like 21 or something. 22? 22. He's young as hell. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing, which, granted, Russell Wilson has been consistently good and has just played himself into people finally acknowledging how good he is. Yeah. Like, the last season and this season, people are finally going, okay, man. There's nothing for us haters to hide behind. Like, literally, we were like, Legion of Boom, fucking the defense, oh, the running back, Marshawn Lynch. That's not there anymore. Like, you can't hide behind that narrative of like, oh, he's overrated. It's not there because he got them to the playoffs last year, did he not? Now, granted, they got bounced, but like, shh. Nobody was expecting them to be there. And, like, and nobody was expecting them to really be quietly doing what yeah. they're doing now. So, the thing is, too, this year, the Seahawks are the inversion of the San Diego Chargers. Uh-huh. Literally, so the San Diego Chargers have lost more games by less than a possession, like a possession or less, like seven points or less, Yeah. than any team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. The Seahawks, I think they have not won a game by more than seven points this season. There's something to be said about that Riding when you're when you're stopping when you're thinking about it, and Russell Wilson has a big part to do with that. But it also, you know, cards are falling your way. 
Whereas, you know, some of the cards aren't falling the Chargers way. Yeah. You know? So, again, I, I personally, for my money, just because... I think that just because, just like Pat, what Pat Mahomes was doing last year was so special. Yeah. I think that this is Lamar Jackson's turn with that so special. Whatever, Pat Mahomes did throw 50 touchdowns. Like I said, Lamar Jackson's on pace for 4,000 and 1,000. That's fucking ludicrous. That's ludicrous for a quarterback to do that. You know what I mean? So, again, he's doing special things. Like, not to say Russell Wilson isn't, but. The numbers are there, man. And granted, like I said, for my money, I'd give it to Jackson. But I'm not fucking over here being like, oh, you got fucking robbed. You, you give it Russell Wilson, like, oh, okay. Like, he's having a fantastic yeah. fucking year. Like, duh. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not over here, like, crying about it. Like, he's probably... He's dragging a team that's not quite as good as the team that yeah. Lamar Jackson has. But at the same time, though... Joe Flacco had a lot of those same players last year. They sucked. Yeah, they but Joe, yeah, but Joe Flacco was still a Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, once upon a time. Yeah, once upon a time. So, like, no, so like I can't sit here and be like Joe Flacco was trash. Joe, Joe Flacco was just at the end of his road. Yeah, 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 yeah. Joe Joe Flacco currently is trash. It's yeah. not that, and he was trash the last couple of years. Yeah. Like, yeah, so it's not like you know, like he was always trash. No, but but like I get it. I like you know I understand the the whole Lamar Jackson. I like and I like Lamar Jackson. I wanted him to succeed. You know, what I'm, I'm happy he is. I, I think I'm, it's funny I'm happy as shit. He is. I like you know. I think it's funny as shit. All those people were like, "Oh, he's a fucking running back." <laughs> yeah, well, wide receiver, you're not gonna y'all make dumb it. as hell. Y'all dumb as hell. You I watched know. again. I watched that guy play in the ACC. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> so again, I like you can tell he was mad at the draft. Yeah, he was upset. Of course he fucking was. He knew he was better than all them fucking quarterbacks. So who was take? Uh, that was that was the Sam, Sam Darnold, Darnold, Baker Mayfield, Mayfield and Josh all that. Sam, Josh Allen and Josh Rosen. He was the Josh, fifth yeah. quarterback taken. Yeah. Hell, the Ravens passed on him to pick him again later. Yeah, they moved back up and mm-hmm. got him. But but he picked. He got chosen the right uh, right, right situations. I love Sam Donald to death. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like Sam Donald would thrive in the Ravens organization too. The Jets are a dumpster fire. Do you? Yeah, the do, Ra- you, do you really want to be in a dumpster fire? Yeah. I don't think. Yeah, so. the Ra- the Ravens are the Ravens just are a well run franchise. Yeah, I like so you I like as mad as Lamar Jackson was, you like that was that was the best place for you to be. Yep. Y'all like just because those guys got picked ahead of you, y'all like the Browns are a dumpster fire, the Jets are a dumpster Facts. fire. I like, you know what I'm saying? Sam Donald's doing the best he can Facts. with that Facts. With, with a bad offensive line. Dude, Lamar Jackson has a better O line than Sam Donald. And yeah, and, and well, and the thing is, he's dynamic enough to where when his O line fucks up, he can get out of trouble. Yeah. So. Yep. I like, you know, not not the, you know what I'm saying, like protect my guy, but the stat, the facts are what it are. Oh, yeah, I mean, man. The facts are what it is. Hey, listen, man, I think that Sam Darnold comfortably is probably the – Baker Mayfield's been playing fairly well lately. I think that Sam Darnold comfortably is probably the second-best quarterback out of that draft class. You know, I so. think he's the second-most talented guy at the very least. I don't know if he's the second-best. Baker might be. I don't know. Yeah, we Whatever. don't know. Baker has more more weapons too. Yeah, true. I like you know what I'm saying. So, well, like, say like Lamar Jackson has the be- the best organization out of all of them. You know what I'm saying. Baker has the most talent. You no, know, I think J- Sam. J- I think okay. Sam has the most talent. No, I'm talking about. I'm talking oh around, yeah, oh yeah, oh, talent around, around him. him. Okay, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like around him. I like you know the Josh Allen is pretty solid. 
Yeah, you know, he's better Ro- than I thought he'd be. Like Josh Rosen didn't even get a chance. Josh Rosen didn't get a chance, and honestly, he hasn't played very well when yeah, he's gotten got a one. Chance. So, man. And, and he's just been – he had no stability, so I can't really put that on him until he's, like, in a stable situation. True. Like, as good as fucked up as, like, Sam Darnold's situation and maybe Baker Mayfield's situation, or at least they had kind of had some kind of stability. Yeah, I agree. Some kind of stability. But, like, whichever way they, whichever way they go, you know, I like – I'd say for my money, I like – but I'm just a big Russell Wilson fan. I'm a Lamar Jackson fan too. But you know, I've I've had to sit through, you know, what I'm saying, and watch people dog Russell Wilson for years, talk about how he's not good. I like, and now all of a sudden, I feel like that will be the culmination that he's arrived. That people finally realize that you know he can finally get the respect that he deserves. Yep. You know, what I'm saying, people, Lamar, people are already eating in words about Lamar Jackson, but this has been an ongoing thing. True. Even whenever Russell Wilson was going to Super Bowl, so I feel like that would be the thing. But if he doesn't win, I like you know, I like it doesn't mean that he's not a great quarterback. Drew Brees doesn't have a Super. Drew Brees doesn't have an MVP, and Drew Brees won the greatest ever play. Yeah, so. that's true. I mean, so, the MVP is a lot of it's just what's the narrative of that season. Yeah, that's true. You know, what I'm saying like Matt Ryan won MVP once. So. Exactly. Uh, so, oh, uh, that's the end of our show. Um, there's a lot of NBA basketball going on this week. Uh, NFL football going on. Uh, this you, is the, you, have, you have the championship round of, uh, I think, college football. Yeah. Um, like, you uh, know, like, you know, championship games, like a uh, Big 12, ACC, yeah. Big 10, all that shit. So those are always good college football games. Um, AEW tomorrow. Yep. Hey, classic. Um, you know, uh, let's see. What, what else is going on? I think Ruiz and... Uh, Joshua too might be this weekend. I'm not sure. I don't know if it's this weekend, but it's soon. soon. It's soon. Um, yeah, that'll be interesting to see. Cause it'll be interesting to see if. Um, yeah, it'll it'll be really interesting to see if um, Joshua actually like, you know, cause he he'll be like, oh, I actually had to take this motherfucker seriously. Yeah. He actually beat me, and I clearly didn't take him that seriously. Yeah. No disrespect to Ruiz, you know, but yeah. we'll see if it was like a hey, Ruiz well, actually sucks. And Joshua didn't take him seriously, yeah. or Ruiz is actually that dude, and Joshua's an overrated piece of shit. Yeah. Like I don't know. I like yeah. I like he he I like he uh Joshua needs that fight because I know Tyson Fury and uh Deontay Wilder are gonna get it on February twenty second. So yeah. I like and I feel like the winner of that of that probably might be the next fight for uh, Joshua. I mean it would have to be. Yep. I mean it would have to be so. Yep. Uh, so yeah, you can follow me at hbk underscore illmatic. You can follow him at the uh, at the arcade at r underscore kyd all caps. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook. No, you can uh, like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash scoreboard eight oh eight. Is there anything else going on? Ah, uh, no, I think about covers it, man. Oh yeah, guys, I like. All right, yeah, this is the second to last show of the year. All right, we won't do a show next week, but the following week, all right, the week of the twentieth, all right, that'll be our last show for this uh last show for the year. So, yeah, all right, I don't know what we're gonna do uh, next week for that. I like, I don't know, maybe next Saturday I might do a Q and A. Like, who knows? But yeah, just be on the lookout for that because you know I still got a lot of stuff to do with my plays. I like the holidays has been kind of kind of crazy for your boy so you know i'm still uh, and, and on top of work all that because i do work a lot it's just i haven't had a lot of time like you know to really do much of anything so right but i appreciate you guys being uh patient with us yeah you know for saying? sure i like most definitely for sure because you know outside of this you know we have lives and you know we also have jobs and other things other priorities we gotta uh, t- uh stick to so yeah i like is there anything else you want to add 
Uh, I mean, it's been a good year for yeah. the podcast. Yeah. I feel like, uh, you know, I feel like we've had a good year. Uh, we're slowly but surely trying to improve stuff and get better at this still. Yeah. You know, um, you know, like I said, we appreciate y'all sticking it out, um, you know, and uh, just listening to us when, you know, because, again, our lives don't always allow for easy scheduling and consistent scheduling. We do the best we can with it. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we don't get paid to do this. So, you know, we do it for fun. So, ultimately, and because we, you guys actually listen to this shit. So, you know, like I said, uh, we, we appreciate the hell out of it, you know, but, you know, again, it's been a good year. And, uh, hopefully we can bring you an even better one next year, you know? Yeah. That's what we're saying now. Like, this is the last show of the year. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know right? Oh, man. So, you guys be awesome. You guys be great. And we'll, we'll see you back better than ever. Peace out. Later, guys.